The information on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content contained on this show is for general information purposes only. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained through or from this show with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Matthew Dark Show. My name is Matthew Dark. 25th time we're here with you, so we thank you. If this is your 25th show or your first show, we thank you. We appreciate the time. Big show, of course, a lot going on. Europe on the brink. The incursion, the invasion, the takeover of Ukraine has absolutely begun. It's a wonderful distraction to COVID is on the ropes, folks. It is waning. It is on its last breath. Uh, we thank God it's not spreading. We thank God it's not affecting people. It's over. The, the Only the incredibly cruel and mentally just deranged are the ones hanging on to mandates and mass at this point. They are coming off in droves, folks. They still want to keep them on the kids. And don't forget, liberal politicians, teachers unions, adult first type people, they are pissed still. And they will use it against these kids as long as they can get away with it. It is uh, it's, it's unwinding before our very eyes, folks. But it is Saturday here with you, and we did have our first little creep into Ukraine this week. That's happening, folks. So Ukraine, as you knew it, as you once loved it and planned to visit many a time and this and that and the other, is not going to be. That is absolutely going to be an extension of Russia, a larger Russia like they did Crimea. We know that's coming. Joe Biden has said pretty bluntly that they are not going to do anything other than protect allies, uh, that they're not going to fight Russia in the defense of Ukraine, nor should they. Germany should. All those folks over there, they absolutely should push back. It affects them much more. Joe Biden is pretending to care about Americans, you know, involvement in this. We do import 100,000 barrels a day of Russian oil. Now, that's nothing, folks. When when the president, if you recall, a couple of months back, and, and gas prices have only gone up since then, folks, so don't forget that. Oil prices only up since then. He released 50 million barrels from the strategic reserves. That's three days worth of oil, folks, in the United States. That's nothing. And that's why it did nothing. What did do something is an American energy policy first expansion. We have amazing technology, envious technology. The fracking technology made the United States the leader. You know, if you one way you want to shut Putin down, have $45, $40 barrel oil. That stops real quick. At 90 to 100, yeah, he can, he can behave like a tyrant like he's doing and taking over. And the squeeze that's coming in Europe, if they want to get involved with him, are you kidding? So obviously Germany knows that their remaining European friends are going to, to be in rough shape. Germany has made a deal, a promise with Russia. That as long as you don't cut us off, don't cut us off in the middle of the night, no natural gas, no nothing flowing through the Nord Stream 2, We'll always defend you, protect you. Just don't screw us over. That's the conversation that went on there. And they're proceeding with it. Ukraine is the second largest country in Europe. Russia, you don't really even think is a, they're such a pariah. Uh, you don't even really think is a, I don't think of them as a part of Europe at all. They're obviously the biggest. But then that next big chunk right there is Ukraine. And, and, and Putin says this is all in defense of, of Russia, you know, that he must, these aggressive, aggressive NATO allies, uh, Ukraine just doesn't fit as a buffer. So he needs it. And now he's declaring that these separatist regions our states and um, independence and they're to be protected. So he's, uh, he can spin it any way he wants. He's taking Ukraine. Joe Biden is in a really tough spot. He can't fight Russia. Are you kidding me? Uh, he can't do a thing like that. He can't just let them 
walk through and take it. So he's going to kind of, you know, waste some resources over there. He he was he's going to be slow behind the whole thing. These sanctions, even the sanctions on the Nord Stream, that thing, folks, is not flowing anything yet, not doing anything yet. So you, what you're taking away from Russia right now is in the future. Doesn't matter. You know, if you're taking away my 2026 and 2027 Christmas presents, fine. As long as I got one coming this year, I'm good. We'll deal with that down the road. That's how a lot of people deal with it. Debt, does that remind you of debt at anything? As long as I can go out to eat tonight, I'll deal with the debt down the road. Who cares what it's going to cost me this meal over the next five years as I finance a night out at Chili's? But, you know, debt is on the rise. Different issue we'll get into. Certainly, we know all about it. But Russia's not worried about stuff in the future. We're about right now. Because guess what? Once he gets through Ukraine, just like Crimea, he's never leaving. And who's to say he doesn't want a little bit more? The Polacks, all those Former Soviet countries are name on a list. So he's going to get Ukraine, then he might back off for a little bit while. But if you're thinking it yourself, why didn't Putin do this with President Trump in office? We all know that reason. Russia, Vladimir Putin, knows when he's the smaller man in the ring and likely to get dominated. He wants no part of being embarrassed. He wants no part of being a loser. And that's what would have happened had this kind of behavior taken place under President Trump. Now, you could argue that Joe Biden is the weakest of all. We've never had a president as weak as Joe Biden. You could argue that. You get away with it all day. You've never had China more powerful than they are in this very moment. They'll be more powerful tomorrow than they were today. And they, it only grows. You can thank our United States Congress for that. All of our piglet CEOs that have gotten fat, fat, rich, making everything. Walmart, I can't even consider an American company. I challenge you folks to go find an American-made item at, at Walmart. I, I'm trying to think. I was there very recently, trying my best. Every single thing. I, I ended up settling this as an Indian-made product because I won't buy Chinese if I don't have to. Unless there's a gun to my head, buy Chinese, I won't do it. You shouldn't either. And again, that's not me telling you, preaching to you, but that's the only way any of these monsters feel pain is their pockets. And then it's all of a sudden now they got to work for you to get you back, earn your loyalty back, earn your business back, your trust back, all that back. They do very little of that, though, when they are fat and flush and full of cash. And right now, China is that. Russia is a survive. This is an energy. This is a huge gas station country, essentially. They do energy and minerals. And they do all the stuff that, you know, they're just lucky that's where their country borders got made. You, you can move into Europe and they don't have any of that stuff. China doesn't have any energy, like nothing like Russia. Russia and China now are best friends. They're going to support each other. And, and guess who's going to want Russia's support when they go and take Taiwan? Of course China is. China's already giving sort of their blueprint as far as let's support Russia in this. And any sanctions, any banking worries, any... Uh, sanctioning of the oligarchs and their elite, that means nothing. You, 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 those people are going to be taken care of for a long, long time. They treat their people terrible in Russia. Russia is a fascinating thing. I, I can't believe that a, a country that vast and, hu and beautiful. Do not forget the beauty of Russia. It has some of the most exotic and, and rare creatures on earth, lakes and mountains and everything in between. I mean, it is such a massive piece of land and then a, a gold mine for natural resources. So he has that. And when you when you when you have no value, lower value on those things, you can't get away with stuff like that. He can't ride out a storm like that. And why are we even why are we buying 100,000 barrels of oil a day from Russia when we are the leader, when we would be the one to ship and send Europe all their energy needs? 
We've got it coming for you. No worries. You want to do business with the United States or you want to do business with Russia? That's obvious, right? All of our blind people can see you would never get in bed with Russia. You would never do business with Russia, especially with something as critical and crucial as natural resources, energy. And they already pay a fortune in Europe for gas. You don't like it here. It's 10 times worse here. Little bitty cars and they're paying five, six, seven, eight bucks a gallon. No worries at all. They don't even think about it. Here, we're in the 350s to $4. Joe Biden's gasoline tax on the poor continues more and more and more. Now, don't forget, folks, the all-time high in oil, 2008, 146 bucks a barrel, hovering, wanting to push to that 100. Now, that 146 was a pretty crazy number. It didn't last long. Uh, market speculation, mostly trader-driven prices there. That was not a, a supply-demand thing at all. And so that popped and it came crushing. And I mean, don't forget, it get, It got just negative. Oil futures were negative. I don't know how much that means, but really what it does mean is that $350 to $4 a gallon is what it's going to cost the average person. And that's too much because they they can pay $2. We have the capability for everybody to get paid, live their lives comfortably, about $2 a gallon or better. I'd argue better than that, much better than that. We've seen much better than that. So it's pretty simple. You don't become a leader in something, relinquish it, and then go back to thug people and beg for that thing you gave them back, which was the power of oil pricing. The United States had all that. Folks, we're just getting going here. Don't go anywhere. This is the Matthew Dark Show, News Talk 1100, WCGA. Medical in Centennial, Colorado, our sole focus is getting to the root of your healthcare concerns, specializing in hormones, thyroid, gut health, and of course, the treatment of COVID-19. Establishing care can be done through Zoom, and it's just a text away. Send your appointment request to 303-569-6794. Again, that number is 303-569-6794. And begin a live chat with a member of our team. Roots Medical is a proud supporter of FLCCC.net and all of the honorable work they do. We encourage our listeners to visit the site and stay up to date with their protocols and valuable information. Again, that's flccc.net. If your children's school is requiring a mask to be worn, schedule with one of our providers and have your child assessed for a mask exemption. Weight loss, sleep, nutrition, and COVID treatment. Take charge of your health care and visit rootsmedical.net or start a live chat 303-569-6794. Mention you are a WCGA listener and receive 30% off your initial appointment. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concern. Roots Medical is a proud sponsor of the Matthew Dark Show. Follow Roots Medical on Facebook and Instagram for weekly recipes, updates, and research. You're listening to The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon here on WCGA. All righty, folks, welcome back in. Welcome aboard. Of course, Matthew Dark Show News Talk 1100, WCGA, right here in the cozy, cozy confines of Simon's Islands. Uh, getting into, this is also, uh, this is a very cold time of year, mind you. I, I've been experiencing sub-zero temperatures uh, here this week. But, you know, Ukraine and Russia and that area, they're also in that. And so now you've got these soldiers out there uh, amassing, uh, ready for incursion. This has to start pretty quick and get moving, of course, folks, because you've got, you've got soldiers out 
out there in the elements. And this is uh, rough country. So you do know some urgencies there by just noticing a negative two degrees here. It's uh, it's a chilly one, but it is the winter season and it's a beautiful one. So we do thank it. We're, uh, we do have gratitude even in the winter. A little dirtier cars, of course, a little bit, a uh, little crouchy, a little, little, little bit more fussy at our house in the winter, I notice. So anyways, we're good to be here. Zipping right through, though, this is the February the gosh, 26th, scooting along in this month. Segment two here for you, folks. Be very, very clear. Joe Biden has a pretty good-sized mess on his hands because any misstep in Russia, Ukraine, is he's dosed. I mean, he's already hanging. He's hanging in the balance there to, to not be impeached or to resign or to, I mean, this is plummeting stuff. So if this doesn't go perfect for the world, this is not good because here's the biggest problem. The rest of the world is not so hell-bent on keeping everything COVID permanently. They want the masks off. They want the vaccines out. The, folks, this vaccine data that's going to come out here in the next week, some 50,000 documents that this, that Pfizer is going to have to, to dump. And, and mind you, Pfizer wanted to hold all their findings, documents, research, everything related to the production of the COVID vaccine. They had asked for 30 years on that to be held. Huh. But this is the same manufacturer of a drug that's supposedly safe. And you're going to do four times a year, folks, for what? The rest of your life. They wanted 30 years to sort of uh, make sure all the files look good. The treatments were not killing everyone. And then, you know, by the time 30 years is over, all these CEOs and the executives, they're, they're long gone. No further liability. They're out the door. They've been paid, cashed in stock. Loving it. But- Probably a lot of dead people in the meantime. I don't even think anymore when I see a celebrity die unexpectedly, unknowingly, I simply think, geez, how many vaccines did they have? I know they had one, but did they, is this, did they die after the second one, the third one, the fourth one? Stop, folks. There are no coincidences. This thing's a killer and it just gets worse. So as these documents come out, what was known by Pfizer and what wasn't known by Pfizer as far as long-term ramifications, and again, how on earth do you know what long-term ramifications of this vaccine program could be? It was in development for a year at the most, and then we started it. But we never talked about four. We never talked about that for life, and we never talked about it on children and infants and this and that and the other. We already talked about the 99.98212% children are surviving COVID-19, the Chinese virus. So there's a big time, big time change in that ability to control people through COVID fear. That's really what's happening. Fear is down. We thank God for that. Treatment is up. We thank God for that. Ignorance. <laughs> Eyes are opening. This is the, the least critical time of COVID we've ever seen. As far as hysterical mandates, those are all as loose as they've been since this started. And actual infection, hospitalization, cases. They're so far down, don't believe anything other. I can promise you there's hardly any COVID going on right now. I can promise you that. I know that. The cases that are, are mild. Why? It's a mild variant. Like all viruses mutate into a less aggressive, longer, more longevity version of itself. So that's happening before our eyes. But guess what? There's no interest in giving back the COVID powers. I mean, no offense. Pandemic started. They said, great, burn the Constitution. And they've not. I mean, are you kidding? They have this incredible power over people to seclude them, to mask them, to, to take control of their medical future by vaccinating them quarterly, 
by not allowing them to travel if they needed to, to visit, you know, people going to weddings in states that now you have to be vaccinated and now you have to make this, ch- who, how shame on you, who are you to think that you could do this to just average re- everyday citizens? But they're not ready to give that back. The, the CDC won't get off of this mass thing. They, this is, folks, just so you know, for the Fauci's of the world, the CDC's of the world, the Who's of the world, all these horrendous organizations, leaders. This is it. I mean, this is their one last final moment to shine. And they can feel it slipping. I mean, there is not a variant coming that is going to start this process up again. There is not a law coming that is going to get people to comply again. These masks are never coming back on, folks. And that's why they won't, the CDC, they know that too. This is not shocking information that when you tell people they can take off their masks, nothing bad happens to them. And then six months later, you say, okay, yeah, we got to go quarantine. We got to go mask on. We got to go isolate. We got to go remote. But they're not going to go for it. So the CDC wants to still keep the facade of, well, this is the safest thing for everybody, even though we already know wearing a mask to prevent COVID-19 Chinese virus is the same as a chain link fence designed to keep out a mouse. It's never going to happen. And we've debunked that a thousand times. This show, your show, everybody has seen that research that masks are just for looks. They're just for make you feel good. They're just for control and manipulation. But they're not medically based at all. So don't forget this either. It's because it's aerosol-based, not water-based. So anytime a smart aleck liberal or a democratic person that is uh, obsessed with the mask feels entitled to enforce a mask upon you, any of those things, you just tell, ask them, is COVID-19, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan man-made Nothing from bat soup virus. Is it water-based or aerosol-based? Just help me, help me understand. Is it a respiratory droplet like a spit from a surgeon as he's doing a surgery? Would it, would, it, would it be like that or would it be something like we described? Um, a chain link fence keeping out a mosquito is probably the better comparison. But ask them that. They won't know. And then they, they'll get a look on their face. But don't do it with malice. Don't do it with hate in your heart because these people, they've been taken through the ringer. I mean, they have been served up this fear soup that took over their lives, folks. They're wearing a mask everywhere they go. They're vaccinating themselves and their children. They're hysterical now. They're, they're now thinking that Black Lives Matter and open borders are a good idea because they're on the same team as the people that love the mask, love the vaccine, love the mandates. Actually think that they have the right to tell you what to do. Okay, I don't want anybody um, drinking Coca-Cola tomorrow. Okay, is that my right to enforce that on you? It's bad for you. And I I just can't live if you don't do it. I can express that. To suggest that these nobody people, these are school boards, these are members of regulatory agencies overseeing licensure, to, to suggest that these people are somehow qualified to be in the position they are and making the decisions, that's ludicrous. It, it couldn't be farther from, it's actually exposed how ill-equipped, way behind and vindictive the people serving at these boards Thinking about school boards, I'm thinking about regulatory boards, and I'm thinking about all those that work for these like liberal political administrations, that even though there's clear, obvious evidence that the masks don't do anything, the vaccines don't work, COVID is over, this this loyalty, this bondage to controlling thy neighbor, they're not ready to give that up yet. We've not pulled it out of them yet. So how do you get it out? You don't ever, ever, ever comply, ever comply. You never put a mask on again. Why? 
Well, because it's not doing anything for you and you've been perfectly fine your whole life without one. So that would be the number one thing. Never do that again. There is no law to require you to be vaccinated against something that is as absurd as COVID-19, the Chinese virus vaccine. This is a, they called it, you know, a stage one or these early development vaccines were only designed to keep you from dying. Think about this. Think about this. They've admitted that now, the drug makers, that these early vaccines, they were simply designed to, to prevent death, essentially. Now, they didn't, nobody believed, everybody thought when the vaccines were coming out, it meant I'm not going to get COVID, right? And they didn't ever stop anybody from that thinking. But they're so far away from that potion that why on earth would you be required to take something every year that's simply going to prevent you from death? So they say, when the book says only 1% of all people in the world that get COVID-19 are going to die. But you lost your job. You had to change schools for your kids. You had to lose relationships, certainly. The stress, certainly. And you're supposed to... I don't, I don't get where that loyalty comes from as far as now that we know it's over. Can we all just say, whew, I made a lot of mistakes. Everybody still hanging in there? Okay, let's get back to business as usual, which is you live in your life, me live in mine. Taking the medicines I choose, you take the ones you choose. Uh, go to the schools that we like or want, you do the same. Wear a mask if you're scared, do it. But never ask me to wear one. Never ask me to wear one unless I volunteer, all right? So don't go anywhere, folks. We're halfway through this show 25. News Talk 1100, WCGA. COVID, politics, and what's happening now. The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon on WCGA. We're back. We're with you. We thank you. We continue. Now, as predicted and as said on this show, market had problems well before Russia. Now, market has not had a good week. It's not had a good month. It has had four straight down on, on a weekly. Now, we know that the Fed prior to Russia and any of this stuff had talked about this inflation had gotten out of control. 40-year type numbers. Uh, haven't seen anything like this in forever. And go back 40 years and you're hanging out in the 70s. Those are rough, rough times. Those are high interest rate times. Those are recessionary times. Those are not growth times. That's here too. Where's the growth coming in this next phase of society? Now, mind you, we'll talk about interest rates too. But just as far as emerging industries and emerging opportunities for Americans, Where's it come from? Okay, they've run off oil and gas. That stuff's all done. Anything with natural resources, this administration has shut that. There's no investment going on there. There's no, there's nothing there. That's not something people are going to want to go knee deep in. A lot of Biden nominees for these very high level type positions that would oversee banks, for example, they want to write rule, make, make law that they don't finance oil and gas companies, that they cut them off and they're on their own. That's one way they'll get us all to green, even though they know 
America, even if we've all said, let's do it, it is not ready solar and wind to power this country today. But they want us to pay the price for it right now. And this could be 50 years of this stuff if it was up to them. Whatever it takes to get us to flying an airplane on a battery, we don't care what the price is. Even if it means everybody pays 30 bucks a gallon. Even if it means nobody has a car. Even if it means a terrible society. They don't care. But you figure if Joe Biden and his team, they have no choice but to raise interest rates and, and, and normalize monetary policy. So he has to deal with that. That's coming. He's going to absolutely have to deal with the enormous now debt and the wake caused by COVID. I mean, it's been a life changer, but there's no reason that the COVID world should exist beyond today. Today is too long to be in a COVID world. We've been over COVID for some, some time. There's been treatment for so long. It's silly. I'm coming up on two years with researched, year and a half, researched, known, effective treatments for COVID-19, the Wuhan virus. So we shouldn't live in a COVID world anymore, but what does it look like going forward? Do you think employers are rushing to bring their staff in and, and sign new leases at big apartment or big building office complexes when at any moment the government could say, no, everybody's at home anymore? So you have a real estate crisis sort of brewing, commercial and residential. Residential pricing, folks, as you know, in your community, every community, it's off the charts expensive. I really believe the society will move towards a couple of families will have to secure a house. They'll go in on a house together. One will take the top floor and it'll take the bottom floor because I don't see where this normalizes itself. How do you get these super high priced homes ever to match American incomes? Employers are not handing out raises. They've given some raises, but it doesn't keep pace with these crazy prices. We've talked about this many times on this show. What bill is going down? Only thing I know is going down, and this is the, where they hang on to the Fed, at least, that they've got inflation, is you can get a really awesome, nice new TV for less than $400, 55-inch, thin, nice picture, $350. That's, are you kidding? When those big, huge flat screens came out and awesome, wow, I've never seen a TV like this before, five grand, right? Now they're less than 500 bucks. So those are down and they come from China, right? So you got to be with China if you're going to do that kind of stuff. But that's the only way you can make that stuff. And then they're subsidized by Netflix and Hulu and all these people sticking it on their remote control and you get a cheap, cheap TV. But outside of that, wh where, is it, where is the price breaks coming? Now you have gas. I mean, why would gas undo itself at this point? You think Saudi Arabia says, you know what? They're really hurting in America. Let's throw them a bone and, and get this production up. Let's get this. It's over $90 a barrel, folks. It, this thing doesn't normalize until it gets cut in half. What on earth do you think that would do to the you know, financial world when, when, when oil starts to reel and it's now down under 50 bucks a barrel again like it should be? This is not a supply-driven, folks. This is a fabricated artificial unsustainable in the sense of we have all the natural resources we need, natural gas, power, whatever we need right now, not going to use it, going to let it just sort of go to waste while we go pay another country for that same stuff that we could get cleaner and better out of our own ground, our own shores, our own seas. That's the Biden thinking. That's the liberal thinking. Cut off thou's nose to spite thou's face. They're great at it. But you know what? They're rich too. $4 a gallon for a rich person, that's nothing. I mean, honestly, an extra 20 bucks when you fill up, who? They don't care. They're already filling up some big, beautiful car anyways. That's 70, 80 bucks. Doesn't matter. 
But it sure does hurt the fixed incomes. Sure does hurt the family of five when you got two cars now at 20 bucks a week more. Shoot, all of a sudden we're down $2,500 a year just in, in Joe Biden's gas tax. Well, this doesn't sound like the utopia we were promised when he and Kamala were going to put the world back together and civility. We had that awful mean Trump that was sending those mean tweets and saying that mean stuff. Joe Biden will fix all that. He'll be the great unifier. And he's been the exact opposite of that. You can also take to the bank whatever a narcissist like the liberal left is speaking. Whatever they're saying, it's probably a lie. Whatever they accuse you of, they're guilty of. Joe Biden gets paid when the price of oil goes up. Okay, He is connected that. He gets paid for that. They love it. Liberals, as much as they say, oh, they're so green, all this energy, all those lies they tell, they absolutely love high-priced oil. They just keep it coming. It just keeps paying the piggy personally, and the federal government just wraps it up. Now, we all pay for it, but they, it's good for them. And, and, and as such as it is, almost... Too frequently now, whatever the super elite need, please take care of that first. And us commoners, us Joe Blows, will be down here waiting for the scrap of bread if one should be available. That's the society they prefer. And they've convinced some that that is a good way to go. You volunteer yourself into peasantry is essentially what they've gotten some people to do. But as you look at the great, okay, great new hope, what comes next? We've destroyed oil and gas. Don't want anything to do with it. We've also let in now some 2 million a year illegal immigrants. Now, provided Joe Biden does not die prior to his term, he will probably have let in some 8 to 10 million illegal aliens. That's probably the number he's looking for, which over the course of time, that gets up to 100 million illegal aliens very, very quickly. Those are also people that Take the jobs, right? Who says we have enough resources like water and housing? Who says we have enough for 2 million new people a year plus our own? I'm not sure that we've ever really explored that. Is there enough water for 2 million a year till the end of time? Probably not. Probably not. And so you're going to harm decent, honest living America. And don't ever forget, we know we are incredibly blessed to have been born in the United States. But that is not to be held against us and now made us live as if it is a third world so that we can, what, feel the pain of, a, of an alien? No, 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 no. They must go because we don't have the jobs for them. We don't have the resources for them. We don't have the security for them. So that's number two. Number three for Joe Biden is he, he's having to make major changes to the economy or, or going to undergo major changes in the economy with stock markets at all-time highs. We know the pain of 2008, 2009, the crises, the great housing fraud, and it sent markets reeling. And it's what spurred the Fed to take this fairy godmother approach to make sure everything would always be okay for stocks. Well, they've been forced to change their tune because of off-the-charts inflation. You can't make a dime in savings. They've eliminated that. And you got stocks at all-time highs, you got interest rates at all-time lows, and that's going to undo itself. It's already happening right now, folks. The first, the first rate hike is to come in March, supposedly. There's estimates that the federal rate hike up to nine straight, I mean, I never believed that in a row, nine in a row. I don't think so. But they'll hit it hard for the beginning. And if you remember back 2008, folks, Jerome Powell, great Federal Reserve, the, 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 the Lord he believes he is, started raising 
aggressively interest rates. And the market wanted nothing to do with it and got pulverized. As soon as he saw that, changed his tune, stopped raising interest rates, stocks go back up. And then what happened? COVID happened. COVID happened. And that was another excuse for the Fed to get in full bore, full time. But now the problem is COVID's over. COVID's over and it's kind of hard to live in an emergency when there isn't one. That's the problem is the, the liberal left, the hysterical left is holding on to this emergency because it provides all the power in the world for them. They think, I mean, it doesn't. The courts will undo and provide justice for, for so the many tragedies, employers, governments, schools. They've done some horrible, awful things. That'll right itself at some point, folks. Hey, we got one more segment to go, folks. Don't go anywhere. You're right here. It's the Matthew Dark Show. News Talk 1100 WCGA. And what's happening now? The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon on WCGA. Back with you, final segment with you. We thank you. You know, I was at a, uh, you're starting to be all sorts of wonderful grassroots movements all over and, and in all sorts of different specialties and areas. But was that an event where you had, there was people that were pushing for equal and fair poll watching? Uh, I met with a woman Saturday last week. And what she told me is that it's supposed to be in poll, uh, watching polls, one Democrat, one Republican. And she says in, in many states, that ratio, it's been two Democrats so many times. So she's working on law and committee and volunteers to watch poll and to be a representative of the Republican Party for that. But, you know, that stuff's going on all the time. That needs attention. That needs soldiers on to work. And so bless them for what they're doing. Also met a group. This was a fascinating group there. Their whole thing is vaccines for children. And you even have a clue of what you're doing. So most vaccines, this is just some amazing stuff. Aluminum, genetically modified yeast, animal bacterial, and viral DNA. Formaldehyde. Now, most of us know formaldehyde for uh, dead bodies, right? Human and animal cells. Mercury. And this is polysorbate 80 and 20. You've got cancer-causing, Alzheimer's-causings. But this is the thing that really blew me away. So 1962, the total number of doses for a child, for their childhood cycle of vaccines, five total doses, two different things. Okay. This is 1962. 1983, the standard moved up to 24 total doses to complete childhood vaccine cycles. 2016, that's now up to 72 doses. Now, these are same American children, 1962-5. I'm slow with math. That's a 14x increase in, call it, 50 years. So, uh, here you go. The U.S. gives two to three more times the vaccines than most developed countries. Yet, we have the sickest population with skyrocketing rates of health issues like asthma, 
diabetes, food allergies, leukemia, developmental delays, ADHD, autism, lupus, arthritis, eczema, epilepsy, brain tumor, Alzheimer, and more. Folks, that is not a coincidence. It's in our food for sure, but it's in these things as well. Look at this. And in 1986, this is the kicker, folks. This is why you got to be out of your mind to get a vaccine at this point in time with the information we now know. In 1986, pharmaceutical manufacturers producing vaccines were freed from all liability resulting from vaccine injury or death by the Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. With this, vaccines became highly profitable. And now there are 271 vaccines in development and mandatory for children (laughs) and adults in most states. So, Okay, this is, this is, let's back up a second. Let's back up a second. In 1986, they were absolved of all liability for a child injury or death from a vaccine. I don't think everybody in the United States has taken the time to regurgitate that statement that the vaccine maker, and this goes back to 1986 and on, so every potential vaccine, any injury at all, they're just automatically absolved no matter what death, paralysis, you name it. They're just, no matter what, really? So you lobby Congress and they'll write laws like that for you and they can keep the funds coming because now they got the super profits because you're up to 72 doses for a child. It's criminal. But we're willing to forgive and blame ignorance and choose ignorance here. But now that we know this information, you can't do this. You can't do this ever. And the fact that if this stuff is so safe, of course, feel free to sue the makers of this vaccine. It's never killed a person. There's only been one injury. But that's not the stance they took. We have nothing to do with this, but we want to sell a tremendous amount of it. Pretty scary stuff. Now, you know the FDA has put on pause the Pfizer for children, six months to four and a half, you know, five years old. They knew that was dead on arrival. There's no reason for this, and there's, no, there's not enough data to support this, because how can you tell? When children are surviving at 99.982122867, some ungodly percentage like that, how could you justify an emergency vaccine? You can't justify an emergency vaccine for a senior, for an 88-year-old. We'd treat the 88-year-old before we would give them four vaccines, and that's not to say you're anti-vax. That's to say that's the best medical opinion available right now. It's got the most research, got the most effectiveness. It's got the, it's the safest. I mean, we want to talk about safety. The treatment of COVID-19 is so much safer than the vaccination of COVID-19. It's not fair. It's not fair to deny those people that option. But I don't know that we care right now because I think COVID is done. I think it is toast. I think a party is over. You can't get the surge needed to keep COVID going. That's the number one thing right now that's not happening. People are saying, well, hold on a second. I think, I think it's over. We're doing good. I got the mask off. I'm going back to work, coming into the school, going to the office, and I haven't died yet. Maybe we don't need it. We know Dr. Fauci has lied and lied and lied, and now he's lying again about how he won't let the kids take the mask off. He says the answer is yes when asked, should children still be wearing masks in schools? I just told you. Wearing a mask to prevent COVID-19 Chinese virus is the same as a, I don't know. How about this? How about trying to swat COVID-19 out of the air with a fly swatter? You think you'd have a prayer at that? It's the same as your mask. It's not going to do it. 
Dr. Fauci got up and lied again. He lies easy on TV all the time, of course. Celebrity himself, he believes. Total nerd. Guy threw a baseball. I've never seen a man throw a baseball like that. I'll be honest with you. When he threw that first pitch at the Nationals game. But he was on record as saying masks don't work. They're unneeded because it's aerosol-based. Masks don't work. You'd need 12 N95s around your face. But you'd suffocate and die before that. He knows that information and he still says masks are best. Why? Teachers Union says, we don't care about the kids. We care about our slob employees. And I'm visualizing the slob teacher that says, no, no, no. I want that child in a mask for life. I want that kid vaccinated for life. And I want to work from home and I want to raise. That's the teacher I'm imagining that they're supporting while they tell your kid, tough luck. Don't care. That's the person I'm envisioning sickening, disgusting, stunning that you would give that group that much power under the guise of safety for the kids, safety for our educators. Our educators are not dying of COVID-19. They've already proven that schools are not a spreader. The masks have nothing to do with that. Teacher wants to get six, seven, eight vaccines. Go ahead. Teacher wants to wear a mask like a hysterical person. Go ahead. Don't make the kids do that. You got to have science. You got to have something to base that on other than we just want control. We just want to power you. But these school board members, they're so weak. They're so fragile. There was a wonderful viral video this week about a woman who called them all out. And she had researched this person. We're doing the same thing here where you have to go after these people that are on these boards and expose their hypocrisy. How can you say for us to do this when you don't do this? I mean, and I won't play with that. I'll never, ever. That's good for you, but not for me. Not when I'm setting laws for all. But this lady confronted at the school board meeting, she said, here's pictures of you where you don't, you're not wearing a mask, but yet you say this, you say that. And that school board member said she's done and got up and walked off. Pussycat she is. Feelings hurt, walked. Being called out for hypocrisy is like, oh, punch in the gut. I mean, when you're exposed as a fraud, a con, ooh, slap to the face. And that's what happened to that lady. They're all doing it. You saw the NFL Super Bowl. Of course, all of our celebrities are, are wannabe fans of the Rams. They're there in attendance, not a mask amongst them. And of course, they can't wear a mask. How could you see who it is on TV? They're not there for the game. They're there for exposure of themselves and props to themselves. Rules for thee, but not for me. And anybody who steps back and says that out loud to themselves and just sort of think, revisits American history... Yeah, you got to think that phrase is offensive. And for anybody to suggest that they can get away with that, politicians include her. This is your Nancy Pelosi's. This is your AOC's of the world. Your Chuck Schumer's of the world. You're just absolute buffoons of the world. I mean, if they don't have to wear a mask, neither do you. And their fans, sycophants, still have not caught on to that. But I know a huge chunk of the country has. And when they started coming after kids, it made people really feel good about saying, um, this is where it stops. So I just want to congratulate those that have held the line here. They did not concede to vaccination by force. You want to get vaccinated? Great. It's free. Do it as much as you want. Care less. This has nothing to do. I have no say in that. Nor would I ever want that. You don't want to wear a mask anymore? Great. Congratulations for those who took off the mask and said, I'm not doing it anymore. We thank you for that. They're listening. Elections are coming. And masking and forced vaccination is probably the two worst things you could run an election on. I couldn't imagine that and forced labor, you know, would be the only other worst potential themes to run on. 
So of course they're not. They want to give freedoms back. They have to be very careful with it because as soon as they do it, it's gone for good. Nobody will ever buy into this stuff again. They still have a lot of Pfizer shots they need to get rid of. So they've got to be careful on inventory. They got to sell enough before they say you don't need them. They got to get rid of these masks before they say we're good with those. Now, kids, you can take them off. Teachers unions, you can go take a flying leap off of the highest bridge. If you think this game is going to continue forever, we're done. We've had enough. Do your job. Be responsible. Be a human being. Teach your children or get out of that profession. Maybe teaching isn't for you then post-COVID where you have to kind of go back to teaching in a classroom and, and keeping your political opinions to yourself. And school board members, you know, none of these people have medical degrees. They should all just remain silent. And they've taken a stance of we will fight to the end on these mandates and mass. We've come to the end, folks. This has been another treat, another joy. We thank you. God bless you. Hey, help others. Serve God. Stay good. Good night. Oh, the world, the